Hi, welcome back to Weird Kids Club. Today, it is only Weird Kid Club, which, you know, still works as I am a weird kid. But um, Ray isn't here today. I think she's eating dinner with her grandmother or something. Um, and to that, I say, ha, I'm going to sit in my room in dead silence and just talk about my childhood. I'm just going to delve into my past childhood traumas and, you know, suppressed memories and stuff. Here's, I'd like to preface it, I'd like to preface this by saying, I'm grateful, you know, that I had, like, shelter and food and clothing over my childhood, because people, not everyone has that, and, you know, I had supported, supportive, loving parents, so my childhood, you know, could have been a lot worse, so I don't want to seem like, um, I'm ungrateful, there were some parts of it that were just a little bit sad. Uh, you know, as I said, it could have been worse. Um, on a grand scale, I had it very easy, but um, there's just some funny, little sad, depressing stories. Um, and those are the ones I'm going to go over today. So we start in kindergarten. Yeah. So basically, for pre-K and like the first half of kindergarten, I like hopped around to a bunch of different schools um, until I finally landed on one. And at that uh, school, kindergarten was um, half day. So my dad thought it'd be a great idea to sign me up for this little program that they had for the kindergartners where they'd go to this little like church that was right next to the school. Um, it was public school, but still there was a church next to the school. And um, when the kinder kindergartners were done with like the first half of their day, They'd go to the little church and hang out and, like, have quote-unquote fun. <laughs> um, you may see where the story is going. And do, like, projects or crafts or whatever. And I remember when the lady who was, like, in charge of this program walked up to my dad. And she was like, hey, do this. And I remember just, like, me being, I remember this, me being, like, five. I was terrified. I was like, no, no don't do it. And my dad was like, sure. And he was signing it. And I was just dying inside as he was signing it. Because remember when you were five and you couldn't talk and you're like, well, like I could, I could talk, but like, you're not allowed to say anything. Or I don't know. You, you don't have like an identity enough or like a sense, a sense of individualisticness enough <laughs> to be able to say something. So then my dad signed it and I was signed up for this thing where I'd go after school and hang out with other kids. It was basically just, like, aftercare. So, I I, freak, I freaking hated it. Um, I didn't talk to anyone. I was kind of just a loner. Um, but I remember there was this one other kid there. And his name... You know, his name... Me saying his name is, like, important for the story. So the story actually makes sense. So I'm going to say his name. If in the off chance off chance he's watching this listen i maybe you're a nice person i don't know you were just a freaking jerk when you were five and i'm going to penalize you for that on this podcast so anyway um this kid was such a jerk uh i can't remember all the things he like did and said to me it probably honestly wasn't that much but it seemed like a lot at the time but i remember one time uh he called me fat for backstory <laughs> For backstory, 
I was quite the chubby little child, so he wasn't wrong. But here's the freaking thing. Fat, you know, has a mean connotation. It shouldn't. It should just be, like, a descriptor of someone's body. But, like, it has a mean connotation because we've made it have a mean connotation. So, obviously, as a five-year-old, I took offense. And also, the funny thing is, this, uh, this kid, freaking, he was fat, too. Um, his name was Duncan. I don't, maybe, I, did I say that? I don't know. His name's Duncan, right? And he called me fat. I don't know in what context. It, maybe he was just like, hey, you're fat. Or like, I don't know, blah, 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 you're fat. Maybe there's some sort of setup. I'm not sure. He called me fat. The next day, um, <laughs> I walk in with my bag of junk food. And mom, if you're listening to this, I'm not saying you were a bad mom and you didn't pack me any produce, but there was a fair amount of junk food in those bags and you know it. Uh, <laughs> um, so I slapped on my bag full of brownies and cookies and cakes and chips. And then I turn to Duncan and I say, what's up, Duncan Donuts? Oh, what a burn. What a burn. I mean, there's yet to be, there's yet to have been a line more, more iconic, more revenge serving, more memorable than when I made fun of a child for their weight when I was five. But he did make fun of me first. So it's fair, right? Um, oh, I also have another story from when I was in kindergarten. It's much less epic and it's much more, sh it's much shorter and it's set more sad. So basically I was walking with this one kid. I don't need to say his name. Um, I was walking with this one kid and we were, cause uh, from school to the church, we had to, like, walk down the sidewalk uh, to get there, and we all would walk in, like, a line. So I'm walking with this kid, and we're talking, because, you know, kids just talk to everyone for no reason. Like, even if you're not friends, you talk. It's weird. Um, we're walking, and we see this tree, and he's like, I bet I could climb that tree. This tree does not have any branches. It is literally just, like, a pole. No one could climb this tree. And I say to him, you can't climb that tree. And then he claps back with, well, of course you can't because you're fat. Um, maybe, maybe you saw that one coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I did not have a fun little comeback for this one or like an insult back. I just kind of stood there like completely caught off guard and sad and completely insecure. <sighs> Which bridges me to my next topic. I'm going to talk about my style as a child. So basically, when I was like six, uh, I was already insecure about my weight. Which is really sad because like usually children don't like give like, excuse my language, okay, a crud, ooh, yeah, um, about their appearance. But I did because I was insecure about it. Because, you know, society has, like, bred a... Because society breeds back kids to think they're awful from, like, birth. <laughs> and I was really insecure about my weight. Um, to the point where, you know, when I was a uh, first grader, I figured out that if I wore shorts under my skirts, because I wore skirts a ton, uh, it almost had, like, this sort of, like, sucking in effect. So, essentially... I was wearing, like, tight shorts under my skirts that acted like, like, girdles or, like, spanks. 
if you don't know what girdles are. Um, and then, to top it all off, that was a nice swallow. <laughs> I don't know if that came up on camera, but I just, like, swallowed huge. Hopefully that wasn't disturbing to listeners. Um, <laughs> our four listeners, shout out to you. I would take sweatshirts and I'd tie it really hard, really hard, really tight around my waist. And uh, it would have, like, uh, a sucking in effect also. And then I'd take my shirt on top that was, like, now, like, cinched and, like, puff it out. So it's sad because I was doing, like, all these things to make myself look thinner as, like, a six-year-old. Think about that. Isn't that kind of messed up? Not of me because I don't want to insult past me, right? Uh, well, literally, this is, this entire episode is me, um, insulting my past self. Um, <laughs> but I'm putting, I'm pinning that one in society. <laughs> That's society's fault. Yeah, it's not my fault. Society made me that way. Um, I got an, oh, I got another story about me being made fun of for my weight. It's a quick one. I just want to throw it in there. I had this best friend in kindergarten. Um, she's my best friend. Uh, we were on the swings one day, and we were just talking, laughing, literally talking about nothing related to how we looked at all, and I was like, ah ha! I, I know, I said, like, nothing, and then she was like, huh, you're so fat! <laughs> um, and, and it stayed with me to this day. It was literally two seconds, two seconds, and then it was never brought up again. But it's funny how literally two seconds of someone saying something can stay with you for years, as it did there. Um, oh, guess what time it is. We've now gotten into first grade territory. We've covered kindergarten. We've covered the various times I was called fat in kindergarten. And I did touch a little upon how I figured out the whole like clothing thing when I was in first grade. But now we're really going to dive deep into first grade. Actually, not really. There's only like one or two stories from first grade. Um, so I throw my first party in first grade. You may not know. Um, I don't know how you wouldn't know this, but you may not know of the epic parties I threw when I was in the, my younger grades. I threw the most epic parties, man. You don't even know. You don't even know. They were great. They were, they were memorable. They were, no, no, they were epic. Wait, did I say epic? I think I said epic. Um, <laughs> they were fantastic, marvelous. You can't put into words how great they were. So basically, in first grade, the party was, I invited all the girls in my class over to my house, and we were going to paint flower pots, and I forget. We did, like, other, like, activities that you do with, like, six-year-olds. I don't know. <sighs> so basically, I invited all the girls in my class, and... My stepmom, you know, well, she got the class list out and she found the names of all the girls in the class and she emailed their moms and was like, hey, there's a party. So the day of the party arrives and, you know, people start coming in because it's at my house. Uh, people start coming in like, hey, hi. And then, uh... This boy from my class walks in. His name his name is important for the story, so I will say it. I don't know where he is now. In the off, off, off chance he's listening to this. This isn't an insult or anything. I don't know. Don't be offended, I guess. 
His name was Musa. And my stepmom assumed that that was a girl's name. It was obviously not. So he shows up to this party. Um, and literally, it's all girls. All girls. There's not one, one, one guy at the party besides my dad and my uncle. Everyone else is girls. And this is on account of my stepmom uh, misunderstanding his name. But I don't even know how this miscommunication happens. Because, like... And my stepmom, like, calls their parents. She's like, hey, there's a party. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know, whoever moms talk. And then Moose's mom responds. Wouldn't Moose's mom be like, yeah, he's really excited? Wouldn't she say he and, like, refer to him as he at some point? I, I don't know how it happens, but somehow he got invited to this party and there are all girls. And he didn't, obviously he didn't really want to hang out with us. You know, the, the ladies. So... Basically, what poor little Musa did, he's just sat and like ate sandwiches with my uncle the entire time, <laughs> and it, it looked like a fun time, honestly. So yeah, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> poor Musa. Okay. Um. Oh, and for the rest of the party, I kind of forgot what we did. I just remember once yelling to Musa, "Musa, get over here!" I just, I don't know. I just have this memory of me yelling at that to the poor kid. Um, and I still feel bad about it. Childhood. Uh, okay, so another story I have. So basically, um, I made my first, like, I know how I said that I had a friend in kindergarten, but we were friends for, like, two months, I think. I don't know. I, it's it's very hazy. Um, uh, I, made, I made my first friend in, uh, can, uh, first grade. <laughs> first grade. Um, oh, if she's listening to this, she probably knows it's her. So, I don't. Uh, I don't want this to come off as insulting, because it's it's not, I swear. <laughs> you know, we're, like, friends, right? But, like, you were kind of a jerk to me <laughs> when we were younger. And for the sake of entertainment, that's why I'm telling the story. This friend was kind of verbally and emotionally... Oh, wait, I guess it's the same thing. She she was kind of verbally and physically abusive. Uh, she was a good friend, though. <laughs> no, she was just, just a touch. Uh, verbally and physically abusive. And one of the things she liked to do uh, was, oh gosh, uh, one of the things she liked to do was to tease me uh, by like almost pouring milk in my lap. So I'd be sitting there with the freshest little squirt on. If you do not know what a squirt is, A, how are you living on earth without knowing what a squirt is? The biggest invention in fashion history and b it is basically a skirt with shorts like sewn into it i wear a lot of those anyway i'd be sitting with my fresh little <laughs> a crisp new skirt and my friend you know she'd take her little carton of milk <laughs> and then she'd like slowly turn it like, to almost pour, like, the milk on my lap. And I'd be like, no! <laughs> and she'd, like, just laugh at me, like, whimpering in fear that she was going to destroy my squirt. Um, <laughs> and she usually never actually poured it on my lap. But sometimes she did. Uh, yeah! So that's, that's basically... Yeah. Uh, I have another story from first grade. It's... It's not that quick. 
Um, I was going to say it's quick. It's not really that quick. Basically, uh, I've said basically like eight times. <laughs> basically, I wasn't very popular in first grade. And I'd like to note how freaking messed up it is that like social casts were already forming when we were like six. And that like there was like a, like a sharp divide between like the popular kids and the unpopular kids. And we were six. I don't even know how this formed. I guess it was kind of just like the loud blonde kids who like played sports uh, <laughs> and weren't ugly slash fat as I was. So I'm sitting there indoor recess. By the way, indoor recess freaking sucks. Um, it's basically when it, ugh, gosh, I said basically again. It's when it rains outside basically and we can't play outside, you know, because it's raining. I wouldn't play outside. I'd just sit there with my friend who'd pour milk in my lap and we'd just like talk or, I don't know, do lazy kid things. We wouldn't really run around like the other kids. And yeah, it was a no recess. I'm sitting there and this girl walks up to me. I remember her name to this day, but I will not say it. <laughs> I love how I'm like not saying these names as if like the entire freaking world is listening to this. I think we had like 10 listeners. Like, 10 to 20. That's freaking nothing. Like, they're not... Okay, barely any people at all are listening to this. So why do I think that, <laughs> like, my rivals from first grade are... I don't know. It makes me feel important to say, like, I won't say their name. As if, like, they're gonna be listening to this. Or it's, like, gonna get back to them. But, um... It's not. So anyway, I still won't say her name. And she walks up to me, right? I'm just sitting there, probably, like, staring off into space. Or, like, picking at scabs or whatever I did back then. And she says, by the way, you'll never be as popular as me. And she just like walks away. Uh, I was kind of shaken. <laughs> I was kind of shaken. <laughs> I was like, what the, what the heck? Um, and honestly, I kind of forget what happened after that. I think I told my parents and then like the guidance counselor got involved. And I think she had like a meeting with me. I was more just like shocked. I wasn't really like sad and like offended as they thought I was, I was just kind of like, you know, it kind of sucks. And I never talked to her again. So that's a wrap on first grade. Woohoo! Now, second grade. I'm starting with the tale of a child. I for, oh wait, I actually, I remember his name actually. If only I could take all the names of these kids and just like flush it out of my brain. And, like, make room for something actually important. I could be, like, a freaking astrophysicist with all this useless information I've stored in my mind. Of, like, TV theme songs and, like, these kids. And, like, actors who I saw in movies four years ago. You were watching a movie and you're like, hey, that guy played the dad and the sister of the traveling pants. Imagine if you could get that information out of your mind. You too could be an astrophysicist. We need to talk to those guys. How are they how are they making room in their mind? I don't know. I don't have any astrophysicist friends. Um I do know this kid's name, but I feel like I shouldn't say it. You know, screw it, I'm gonna say it. His name was Christian Monaco. Uh he was a crazy little kid, right? Um right, as if you like you know who this is. You don't know who this is. Um or maybe you do, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, anyway. His name is Christian Monaco, and he's wild. So essentially, what he liked to do in class, he'd 
get up on the desk and like scream bloody murder. And the teacher, like assistant, which is a funny thing that we had. I don't know why we had it. I don't know. We had a teacher assistant. And then the teacher assistant, who was nice. Well, she was nice in my nerdy little opinion, at least. She'd like literally, she'd pick this kid up and carry him out of the room. I don't know if that's like a human rights violation or something or like against the law, but she'd do it. And he had these like glasses that were like really foggy. And then he'd shout out like curses. Obviously, he'd say, he'd say, um, he said like frick once. And then we were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, am I allowed to say frick on here? Mom, please don't get mad at me for saying frick. Okay. Uh, and there's he'd pick up like this beach ball we had for some reason and like knock it around the room and oh my gosh all those kids would be like so entertained as this was happening by the way if this keeps if this sounds choppy somehow with all like the like little stretches of silence um i keep pausing it to sneeze <laughs> uh i don't as far as i know i don't have corona but i don't actually know uh, that's the thing people tend to forget they're like i don't have it trust me when they, like, didn't get tested. So there's literally no way they would know. The whole point of a virus is that you don't know whether or not you have it. Like, well, you could be asymptomatic. <laughs> Whatever. So, I don't think I have Rona. Who am I kidding? I go to freaking school every day. I probably have it, honestly, at this point. Yeah, this, this podcast is gonna be real funny when I'm, like, in the hospital <laughs> with Corona. <laughs> uh. I'm just gonna be like looking back and just like you freaking moron. <laughs> so he jumps up on the desk and he's screaming and he's acting insane. And he's honestly just like a hoot at this point. He made my second grade year interesting. But in third grade, something insane happened. Christian was gone. And then rumors spread like wildfires. I don't know if this is true or not, but he got like sent to this school that was like a behavioral school. Okay, again, this is like rumors, so it's probably like wildly false. He probably just like moved, but he got rumor has it. <laughs> Eight-year-old rumor has it that he got sent to like this behavioral school because his behavior uh, was like was out of whack. So it would kind of make sense. And they said that he was they being kids. They said that he was supposed to come back in fifth grade. And I just remember, like, looking forward to fifth grade, like, waiting for him to come back. But fifth grade rolled around, and he never did. <sighs> Moment of silence for a boy question. Christian Monaco. Uh, thank you for making my second grade year very interesting, entertaining us all. And really, just giving the teachers a run for their money. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the sound of my quiet breathing. <laughs> okay, so now that we've talked about second grade. Oh, I actually don't have anything from third grade. I guess that was a good year. <laughs> um, Now we're moving on to fourth grade. A freaking awful year. Woohoo! Yeah, fourth grade was the pits. It was terrible. It was so awkward and weird. My fourth grade was kind of equivalent to like my parents' like seventh grade. Because I feel like puberty has changed a lot in like the past couple of decades and there's actual like uh, scientific research on it i'll be vague with this back 
in like the 70s and 80s. Um, has a nice loud swallow. Back in the 70s and 80s, uh, Peabody would start um, like later. It would start mm, 13. Now it starts like when you're 11. It's insane. I mean, obviously there's kids back then it started when they were like 11 and kids now it starts when they're 13, but like on average. Um, and for girls back a couple decades ago, it would, it would like start when they were 13 and then like over the course of a year, they'd go through like all like changes. But now it's like completely scattered throughout like 11 to 16. It's not just like, boom, everything's done within like a year when you're 13. It's like, uh, spaced out from like 11 to 16. It's really weird. I, I would definitely take um, old time. Actually, hold on. I guess like the upside with it um, now is that like it's spaced out. You have a time you get to you get used to it. But also it happens when you're younger and also it lasts longer. But I feel like it can be kind of like jarring when you're like 13 and like boom, 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 boom. And like you change in all these ways over like the course of one year. Okay, I, I, t- I take now. Anyway, things got awkward in fourth grade. <laughs> um, you remember how I said I had one friend in first grade? That stayed true in second and third grade. And I actually branched out to make more friends in fourth grade. So I made these two friends. And one was nice. I liked her a lot. And I still like her. We talk sometimes. Um, and one... Nah, not not as much. <laughs> so basically, the second girl was like literally a pathological liar, and she just make up stuff. Yeah, she'd <laughs> she'd say stuff that was like blatantly not true, and of course, being like nine, I didn't, I did, I could like detect a liar. I just took everything she said for truth. For for truth is that correct grammar? I took everything she said as true, and. And in my memory, let me recite some of the things she said. Once she said how she had searched Wiki How or like YouTube for like how to kiss. And I remember when I was in fourth grade, that was also my search history. Don't worry, I didn't stumble upon anything um inappropriate. I literally just like searched Wiki How. <laughs> I was like how to kiss. And it was just like still like drawings of like kissing and I was like oh okay it's like get a mint <laughs> yeah uh I was literally thinking about that when I was like 10 <laughs> everyone was it was like for some reason like the awkward year happened like three years before it did for like it like it does in the movies or like for my parents um or like at least back in like 70s or and 80s and she said that she had like searched YouTube and Wookie How for how to kiss. And then her mom went into her search history. And I was like, oh my gosh, did your mom like get really mad at you? And then she's like, no, my mom said, oh, okay, I understand. And then taught me. Okay, gosh, okay, that sounded okay. She like basically like explained it to her. Um, that's what, you know, this girl said happened. I was like, wow, that's so crazy. And she also told me how she had played spin the bottle with, I was ju- I was just about to say like high schoolers, but we were in fourth grade. So she probably said like seventh graders. And when I thought that was old, it's funny um, to look back. 
you know, when you're in fourth grade, you think like, I remember being in like third, uh, second grade. I thought fourth grade was so old, but now I'm like so much older than that. And I remember being in fifth grade thinking like eighth grade was so old, but now I'm past that. It's crazy, man. And like the fourth graders looking back seem pretty, really big. And like also quick spot, uh, quick, quick sidebar in fifth grade. I thought the eighth graders looked so large and so old. And I just looked at my old fifth grade yearbook to see like how much of a difference because I thought I'd look back and be like, oh, wow, they they don't look old at all. I looked back. They look really old. They look literally 16. I was right. They were freaking old looking eighth graders. Like they look older than me now. <laughs> like <laughs> they look like 16. No, they look like 17. Yeah, they look older than me now. They look like 17 or like 18. It's insane. Um. What was I talking about? Oh, pathological liar. Um, she so she probably said like she like played spin the spin the bottle with seventh graders. She also said how when her brother was born, he uh he was born to rock music playing. You heard me right, to rock music playing. I think she said like Metallica or something, but she basically just told us that there was like heavy metal playing as her brother was like being born because you know sometimes for some reason like parents will choose like a like a birthing song it's like <laughs> i don't know uh and i will always love you <laughs> it's some like cheesy song about like love or something that they'll play when the like kids come in um but she told us that her parents chose metallica which looking back was obviously not true <sighs> She, uh, the thing that tipped it for me was when she told us that she wrote a song. And so she, we were, like, walking around the track or, I don't know, whatever the heck we did. And she was like, yeah, I wrote the song. And she started singing it. And everyone was like, wow, it's such a good song. And then I'm like, hold, hold the heck on here. Because I, I couldn't put my finger on it. But I thought I knew the song. Also, am I going to get copyrighted for singing on here? It was bad singing, so I don't think Winnie Houston's <laughs> is a state going to sue me <laughs> um, for that, like, five-second beautiful cover that I just did there. So she, so this pathological liar is singing the song, and everyone's like, wow, and I think that I know the song and that this, in fact, is not her song, but I'm not sure. I'm like... Are you sure you wrote that? Maybe I was like so considerate. I'm like I was so much nicer then. Well, actually, I was probably meaner then. I don't know. I was like nicer sometimes then. Meaner sometimes. I don't know. Wait, does that mean I'm like just the same? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I was like nice. I was like, uh, are you sure that um you mistook mistook it, mistaken it, mis you thought um it was. You thought you, like, wrote the song, but actually you're remembering another song, you know? And she's like, no, I wrote this song. And so I get home, like, the little, like, skeevy, skeevy, I don't know, sneaky little piece of trash I am. And <laughs> I look up the lyrics. I'm like, I'm gonna get down to this. I'm gonna get, get, get to crack the case. And I look at the lyrics, and it's a song. It's a song that already exists, and it's not her song. And so I freaking go to school the next day, and I'm like, hey <laughs> and i basically confront her like in on the carpet um and um, tell her that the song isn't hers but i wasn't i wasn't even that like mean with it i was like hey uh that song isn't yours 
So do you think it was like a mistake or it, it was important for me to address this because she literally lied to all of us, just like to, it looked in our eyes and lied to us for no reason. And she was just like, oh, oh, oh. And then like the other girl who was like my other friend. Um, oh, when I say all of us, I meant like, okay, the, um, the girl that I'd always been friends with that poured milk in my lap. Um, and you remember how I said that I made two new friends in fourth grade? That girl too. She lied to milk girl, um, the new girl, me, and me. <laughs> and basically the new girl was like, what? <laughs> and she was like kind of confused and like she didn't know what to say. And then I was like, come on. I cracked the case, man, at thinking she'd, like, join alongside me and, like, be outraged, but she just didn't, she, she didn't do anything. And I never really talked to, wait, hold on, I can't, oh, wait, actually, no, I did talk to a uh, pathological liar in fifth grade. <laughs> I don't know why, I, d I did, I, we were still friends. You know, kids are just weird. They can, like, expose each other for lying, and then they'll be friends. It's funny. <sighs> So, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about something else in second and third grade. Okay, so remember I mentioned my epic party in first grade? I had another one in second grade. So basically, I invited everyone in my class. Um, it was a co-ed party. <laughs> um, over to my house, and we had pizza, and we played games. And the fun part was how these, basically these girls, um, the popular girls, uh, they went up to my little sister's room. And she's five years younger than me, so she was, like, three. She went to my little sister's room, and they closed and locked the door. And, like, started, like, talking. And then it was my freaking house. So I, like, walked in. Like, I knocked on the door. Oh, actually, they probably didn't lock it. I opened the door, and they're like, hey, we're having a meeting in here. I was outraged. It, <laughs> it's my house, and you literally are looking at me in the eye and telling me that I can't go into a part of my house because you've claimed it as yours. It was so insulting, and I was like, um, it's my house, and this is my party. That irked me. And in third grade, my party, oh gosh, I had my party at this, like, trampa, uh, no, at this, um, God, it was, like, this place where, oh, there were, like, bouncy castles. And it was just, like, tons and tons of, like, these gigantic, like, uh, ornate, ornate? Is that the word? I don't know. It's just, like, gigantic, like, complicated, like, uh, um, I don't know. Like, structured bouncy castles. And they were really cool. Um, <laughs> and there's this one thing that wasn't a bouncy castle. And it was basically this big, like, tower. It was inside. And it was basically this big tower. And they had, like, these, like bands on it so there's like seven levels of like bands that you had to like climb through and like step on to like spring yourself up to the next thing it's, i'm explaining it awfully but you know being my little fat chubby self uh <laughs> i got on it right I, I gotta go first it's my party and i get on it <sighs> i can't get to the next level I can't get to the next level. And I, like, keep trying to climb up this thing. And, like, there's literally a line of, like, 20 children. 20, like, anxious, uh, like, ice cream-fueled children trying to get on this thing. And they're... And actually, I, I remember at first them being, like, can, like, a... 
encouraging and they're like, come on, Georgia, you can do it, Georgia. And, but I couldn't, I kept trying to get up it. And I was like, hold on, hold on, I can do another try. Hold on, hold on, I can do another try. Uh, and like, I would like flip backwards <laughs> off like the bands because they were like, uh, like they were like stretchy. So I just go, Bow! and like, <laughs> like flop upwards and I couldn't get to the next level. And like, as for a second, I kind of just lied there <laughs> on the bands, like in resignation. And they were like, come on, Georgia, you need to get off. It got to the point at my own party where I was told by my guests to get off it because I was taking me so freaking long. <laughs> oh, by the way, I didn't mention, uh, I had glasses at this time too. So I had glasses like second to sixth grade. <laughs> I felt like it was a worthy detail to add that not only was I chubby, not only was I antisocial and awkward, I had glasses. <laughs> Just like kick kick me while I'm down. <laughs> Make it even worse. <laughs> Pick a struggle past me, you know? There. I forgot another detail from fourth grade. I had an infatuation with makeup when I was in fourth grade. Yeah, I'm looking at the list and like of like all my ideas for this episode. I spelled infatuation so wrong. <laughs> I, like, tried multiple times. I couldn't spell it right. <laughs> anyway, like, my spelling has just really just gone downhill. I can't spell flipping, like, certain right. I'm spelling everything wrong. <laughs> so I just really was obsessed with makeup. Because remember how I said in fourth grade, everyone was, like, going through changes? Uh, obviously, we weren't, like... <laughs> we weren't, like... <coughs> corona. <coughs> uh, we weren't, like... Like halfway through like puberty or anything but like i don't know we were like getting into that stuff i guess and like makeup was a big thing i remember this one girl had like this makeup youtube channel and it was cringy as heck i like still stretch it up to this day when i want a good laugh wait actually i think i got i think she took it down i don't know i remember like up to like seventh grade though i could look it up um and it would come up like immediately <laughs> And, I don't know, that's when my infatuation with makeup started. Uh, I'd, like, get these little, like, kits at Claire's and, like, <laughs> um, put on this, like, fake-looking, like, cheap <laughs> eyeshadow that, like, didn't work at all and, like, take photos of myself and stuff. It was a rough time. But it's funny because, like, for, like, fourth grade, I was all into makeup, but then I never revisited it ever again. Also, fourth grade was the first time I straightened my hair. I was just getting all into appearances then. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I straightened my hair, and then I never straightened it again until, like, eighth grade. <laughs> um, and I just don't wear makeup, because I don't care about makeup. And also, I, like, bought a bunch of infinity scarves. Don't ask. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just kind of just replicating everything that the one girl the youtube channel did she liked makeup so i bought makeup huh she she wore infinity scarves so i got infinity scarves and she's like had straight hair so i straightened my hair okay okay i don't know what i don't know why i did that but <laughs> draw your own conclusions i guess <laughs> oh oh okay oh oh okay now Finally, guys, we've made it. We're in fifth grade now. Ah, I get to unleash all my weird fifth grade stories. So in fifth grade, my friend group was growing. It was multiplying. It was blooming. It was thriving. So I had Milk Girl, right? 
Um, I, I wasn't really, I wasn't that much friends with the pathological liar and the new girl, but we still talked. We still talked. <sighs> Milk girl, this one new friend, he's probably listening now. Hi, Eva. How are things? <laughs> okay. And this one other girl who I don't know if she's listening. If she is, hi, Sophia. If you're not listening, Sophia, you should freaking listen to this. Um, oh. Oh, sorry. It's my phone. <laughs> sorry about that. Let me turn off my ringer. I really didn't turn off my ringer before this. Oh my gosh. Oh, so this other girl, um, Sophia. We didn't like her. <laughs> we like her now. She's 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 great. She's nice. But we didn't like her then. We found her annoying, especially Milk Girl. Wait, why don't I say freaking her name? Annie. Annie. I'm sorry. Her name's Annie. I'm sorry I've been, uh, that I've been referring to you as Milk Girl this entire thing. If you're, in fact, watching this, don't get mad at me. Um, Yeah, I'd get mad if someone called me uh, Milk Girl for like 40 minutes. <sighs> I didn't want to say her name, but then I said Eva's name. So now it makes no sense that I haven't said Annie's name. Okay, anyway. Hi, Annie. Uh, we didn't like Sophia. We thought she was annoying. Um, this sounds so cold-hearted, but it's true. We did. Uh, that was my friend's situation in fifth grade. But also, I had this te- I had this Spanish teacher that I thought was very creepy. I just, oh my gosh, I got this just bad vibe about him, man. He just seemed weird. I don't know. He seemed pedophilic, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how I caught this vibe when I was like ten, but like I just felt it. He just acted strange, and flipping. Oh, I should wash my language. Sorry about that, dang. <laughs> and he like talked kind of weird. I I can't put my finger. I just thought he was weird, and I he'd like say hi to me in the salt hall. <laughs> Say hi. Sorry, <coughs> Corona. He'd he'd like say hi to me in the hallways, and I'd literally just like not say anything and just <laughs> walk by him. And it's like clear that I heard him because we were literally like two feet away from each other, and like there's no one else in the hallway. And he'd be like, "Hi, Georgia." Like no one else in the hallway, just dead silence, <laughs> like a foot away from me, and like I'm not listening to anything. <laughs> and I just not look at him and walk by. <laughs> I did that like multiple times. Oh gosh, I was so evil, but I did think he was a creepy pedophile. Though I don't even I don't think I even know like the word pedophile then, but like I thought he was. I thought he was that it was creepy. Um oh. Just messed with the camera accidentally there. Wait, <laughs> camera. The microphone there. Hopefully that didn't go <laughs> Hopefully that didn't affect the sound quality. <sighs> Okay, it's official. I just ran out of tissues. There's about like 20 on my <laughs> desk right now. So yeah, just want to update you on that. So I thought he was creepy. Also, um, I had this principal. I'll say his name just for the freaking heck of it. His name was Mr. Platt. P-L-A-T-T. Look him up on LinkedIn or something. I think his first name was Eric. Actually, yes, his first name was Eric. I know. <laughs> Do what you want with that information. Basically, he's the principal. And once I uh, went out to the uh, restaurant when I was in fifth grade. And I saw him sitting there. Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. I don't know. But this is what I remember. 
And I saw him sitting there with the school uh, office secretary. He was out. Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. This is, I'm just saying what I remember. I'm saying how it's been stored in my memory. Maybe it's inaccurate. It could very well be. But here's what I remember. He was sitting, having dinner, like a one-on-one dinner with our school office secretary. And I was, <laughs> I didn't think much of this because I was like 11. And then I turned to my parents because I'm at dinner with them. And I'm like, hey, look, it's my principal. And they turned to see my freaking principal having like an intimate, like one-on-one freaking dinner like date with the school secretary. No, like, yeah, I said, that's my principal. And they were like, who's the other, who's the lady? And I was like, that's the secretary. <laughs> that's the secretary. And they were like, what? I don't know, man. Maybe I was remembering that wrong, but I thought that's what happened. <laughs> okay. So, that's fifth grade. I'm just gonna level up <laughs> to sixth grade. Uh, basically, you know, if you if you listen to the Blast podcast, Ray is on that one, so you should definitely listen to it. If you didn't listen to it, I don't really know why you're listening to this one. It's so much better, man. It's It has both of us. The chemistry is much better. It's not just me ranting about childhood trauma. <laughs> so go watch that one. Anyway, I, we're, I was talking about my friend history on that one, too. And, you know, so if you watched it, you'd know that uh, I had no friends in sixth grade. And, yeah, that's just like a little backstory. At, it was the end of sixth grade, right? I thought it was also, like... For backstory, I watched the other episode because there was like this whole debacle between like my two schools and everything. So I thought I was gonna go back to my old school at like, the end of sixth grade, um, because I was like at a new school that I'd been at for like a couple of months, and so all my quote unquote friends I had made over the past couple of months they weren't friends. They were literally people who sat in my classes that I had never talked to once, once ever. <laughs> Uh, all my new friends, I DM'd on Instagram and asked for <laughs> and asked for their numbers on DMs. I slipped into their DMs and asked for their number. I can only imagine one way in which I could have done in which that could have been worse. <laughs> but I was so freaking dumb, man. I thought that I was like friends with them. I don't know why, because like we never talked ever. And they just, like, sat in my class. But I I asked for the numbers. And, oh my gosh, to make it better. I, so I wasn't sure whether or not I was going to go back to my old school. So the, <laughs> I thought, in the case that I would, I asked for all the numbers of my new, not friends, at my new school that I would made over the past couple of months. And <laughs> I asked for the numbers of people I'd never even talked to at my old school. In case I didn't go back. So, if I had to estimate, I had, like, I asked, like, 35 people for their phone numbers that I had never talked to once. We weren't friends. And I was, like, 11. Oh, nope, I was 12. (laughs) So, I was even a little older. And it was cringy as heck. And that's why I don't like to think about that time period. And, oh my gosh, okay, if I ever asked for your number in sixth grade and we weren't friends. I am so sorry. I still feel very bad about it. 
and very just disgusted with myself and embarrassed. So <laughs> I've deleted all of your numbers from my phone in a sh- in a in in a shamed haze. I just went through all of them, deleted them, and felt bad. So yeah, if I saved your phone number, I mean, if I asked for it, I'm sorry. Delete my phone number if you still have it, because I just want to <laughs> completely erase any evidence of this incident. <sighs> oh, okay. So that's all that I have for sixth grade, but um, yeah, I'm not gonna go over seventh grade. Because it would take me so long. Seventh grade was a rough year. That that would be like an entire another episode. <sighs> yeah, if I ever... If I... And I have like... Oh my gosh. I, I have to journal every single day in seventh grade. So I have like perfect record of it all. Um. Yeah, so maybe for like another bonus episode I'll do that one day. Uh, all my journals and like bad memories of seventh grade. Because seventh grade was a rough year. But I'm since there's some time left, yeah, I'm not gonna go over seventh grade. I'm gonna add a, little, a couple of tidbits from eighth grade because that's that's still kind of childhood ish. No, no, it's not. But it kind of is. Um. So, oh, so basically, this is all just my science teacher. <laughs> oh my gosh! Literally, all this stuff I've written down for eighth grade is just this one guy. So basically, I had a, kind of a weird teacher for science. Uh, he's not a he's not a bad guy. He's just kind of quirky he's kind of quirky and he did a lot of weird stuff man and i'll tell you about it so it's halloween right and at my school in eighth grade everyone dressed up for halloween it was it was the greatest everyone did uh fun fact in like seventh grade because i wasn't there for like october and sixth grade and seventh grade i had a i like put on this like full costume with like face paint and everything and i didn't know if people were going to be dressing up and i just showed up to school hoping that everyone would and like at first i saw no one in costumes and i got really nervous but then everyone was wearing a costume so <laughs> that's, that's a fun little tidbit and then everyone was still wearing costumes in eighth grade we were like 14 and everyone was wearing costumes wait how old are you in eighth grade oh you're 13 14 wait really no oh, yeah you're 14 and everyone was wearing costumes. It was fun. It was... So this one kid was wearing, like, a gorilla costume. I forget who it is. Who it was. And... Do I know that? No, I don't. I have, <laughs> I have no idea who that was. And he was being kind of annoying, I guess. So then the science teacher was like, ah, here's what I'll do. He took the kid. He didn't, like, pick him up or anything. But he, like went over to the kid so like took him by like the collar or something or like his like shoulders i think and then he pushed him out of the class and locked the door oh no he walked out of the classroom he went into another classroom i I had like a perfect vision like view of this because i could like see into the hallway from my seat and he like pushed the kid into another room he he closed that door There, there was a full class in that other room so he took this kid who was in a gorilla costume, mind you? Pushed him. Pushed him out of our room. Into another classroom. With a teacher and a full, like, bo- a bunch of students. In the middle of class. Shut the door. And walked back into our class and locked the door. And then the kid didn't come back for, like, five minutes. And then he was just knocking in the air with his, like, freaking stupid gorilla mask. And then he let him in, finally. <sighs> 
also in science class, <laughs> basically someone dropped, uh, someone dropped a crud. What was it? oh he, someone dropped a ball of paper on the floor, um, like paper like crumbled up into a ball, and then the science teacher was like, "I got that for you," and then he swung his leg back, uh, leg back to kick it. I don't know why he was going to kick the paper on the floor. It's a weird move, but he was going to do that. So he like swings his leg back uh, like a ton to gain to gain momentum to kick this. Little does he know, there is someone walking behind him as he's swinging back his leg. So he, this guy, like, already looking like a moron, is swinging back his leg with a kick paper in the ground. Um, and he hits this girl walking behind him. And he's like, oh, sorry. He, like, <laughs> he, like, hit her in the side with, like, the back of his shoe. And she was like, oh, it's okay. And then she, like, walked away. <laughs> looking a little different. <laughs> affected by this emotionally <laughs> and um oh crud basically okay let me set the scene again this is another little tidbit from this great science teacher i had he wasn't a bad teacher he was just kind of quirky um as i said <laughs> and so we're all just sitting in class being peaceful we're doing work that he assigned us uh, no one's, like, being annoying or loud. Everyone's, like, adhering to the rules, <laughs> being quiet, being studious, working. And to interrupt this, like, great, like, hum of, like, uh, working we have in the room, this guy <sighs> hurls a rock at a student. You heard that right. He, at his desk in the front of the room, picked up a rock and threw it at a child. <laughs> the kid wasn't even annoying. She was really nice. And she never did anything wrong. She would just, like, sit there and was, like, quiet the whole class. And for no reason. Just unprovoked. He threw a rock at her. And she, <laughs> she like, sailed out, <laughs> like, sailed out of the way. Getting ready for, like, this rock to hit her. She, like, jumped out of the way. And, like, the person sitting next to her jumped out of the way. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh. And, like... I, I, Everyone had, like, a mini heart attack. And, like, the rock, like, landed on the floor. And he's like, don't worry, by the way, it's a fake rock. He says this after he throws the rock. And, like, all of us think that this kid just got, like, a hit with a freaking stone. <laughs> and he tells us that it's a fake rock. Oh, no. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> so, guys, I'm looking down at my list here. I have another story about the science teacher, and I don't. It, it involves me. I don't really want to tell it. I'm really hyping this up. You can tell. Um, I do want to tell it. That's why I'm hyping it up so much. So basically, um, it's the night before Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm gonna tell it. It's the night before Thanksgiving. I'm wearing sweatpants, slides. My hair is in a bun. I'm looking like trash. With a capital T. But I don't care, because I'm just in ShopRite, or Shop and Stop, or something. It's like this gigantic grocery store. Because it's the night before Thanksgiving. I'm with my dad, and we're going to pick up, uh, like, cookie mix or something. And it's the night before Thanksgiving. And all through the house, no. It's the night before Thanksgiving, and I'm in Shop and Right, Shop and Right. And I'm walking around 
singing more than a woman to myself. If you don't know that song, let me sing it again and get sued for copyright. More than a woman. More than a woman to me. So I I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I'm selling CDs in the parking lot. (laughs) I'm singing that or like some sort of song, some sort of disco song. And I'm walking down the aisles of Shop and Write wearing trash, looking like trash. (laughs) And then I hear, hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Uh, He didn't say it three times. I hear, hello. And I look up and my freaking science teacher is there. I had a heart attack. This wasn't a mini heart attack. This is an actual heart attack. It was a real medical heart attack that I had. No, it wasn't. But like, oh my gosh, that was freaking jarring. And he's like, He's in like this flannel shirt and like these jeans that look like they're from freaking like 1992, but like not in a cool way, like in a dad way. And he's like, hello. And I'm like, hi. Because <laughs> I'm so caught off guard by this. I didn't expect to see my science teacher at the grocery store at like 9 p.m. as I'm wearing like sweats. And so I'm just caught off guard. So I'm just like, hi. And I probably sound like the meanest person on earth. And I just keep walking. Just like. (laughs) Very affected by this. And. My gosh. I'm just like standing in the aisle. Like. Oh my gosh. I'm never going to be safe again. Like uh, before that. I had led a life of bliss. Blissful ignorance. I could just walk around. And never worry about running into a teacher at school. But now my entire world had changed. I could never go back to the way things were before. It's just simplicity and happiness. No, 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 no. I was forever going to worry about seeing my teacher <laughs> in the grocery store. And so that, like, I have to, I have no idea where my dad is because this store is, like, gigantic. I have zero clue where he is. And I'm, like, frantically running around trying to find my dad so we can get, like, the heck out of there because I did not want to stay simultaneously trying to not run into my science teacher again to create yet another awkward situation so i'm like trying to like discreetly run down the hallways or like kind of like look down them and then run down them and like i kind of like looked around the store to like try and see my dad so i could find him and then see my or see my science teacher so i could avoid him and then i finally found my dad and i was like and i didn't even i didn't even like tell him about it immediately because that's how much it like scarred me and i was still like emotionally jarred from this Okay, if you think I'm being dramatic, you haven't met a teacher outside of school. Actually, I, before this, I had met teachers outside of school, but those are teachers that I like. Those are teachers I liked and who weren't kind of weird. I'm not saying this guy's bad, but I, he's weird. <laughs> and he was, he's like a 55 year old man. And these ladies I taught outside of school were like 30 year old women. Uh, women. <laughs> it's, it's different. So I finally got my dad and we escaped the store and then I tell him about it later that night, I think. It's it's just freaking rough, man. <laughs> That's not the end of the story. It continues. So that happens what, like Thanksgiving it happened the night before Thanksgiving. So like November something. Fast forward to January of that same year. It has been three months since that happened. Two and a half. 
two and a half months since that had had happened. And all uh, those two and a half months, I had been, like, when science class, the bell would ring and science class would end, I would, like, run out of there. I'd dart out of the room because <laughs> I did not want, like, any spare seconds with my science teacher where it could poss- possibly be brought up again. I It took me too long to get my books or something. <sighs> and there's just kind of, like, dead silence. And I'm the last one to get out of the class. I'm the last one in the class gathering all my things. And then the science teacher is like... So, and I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, because <laughs> I knew what was going to happen next. I couldn't believe it was going to happen, but I knew it was going to happen. And he's like, so, were you surprised to see me at the grocery store? <laughs> I don't, mind you, mind you, it has been two and a half months since this had happened. And it makes sense that it's fresh in my mind, because, like, I know, I'm, like, 14, I'm stupid. I feel, like, much more awkward about things than I need to. You know, 14-year-olds do that, right? This guy is, like, a freaking adult, and he has, like, a hundred students. He somehow... Not remembered. This was fresh in this guy's mind. This was, like, imprinted in there. Something, like, he was not forgetting that was, like, just as, like, present in his, like... Uh, conscience, uh, conscious as it was in mine. <laughs> and that, like, that part I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe that this guy of the hundred students, who was an adult, still felt just as awkward about it and, like, remembered. And it was, like, so fresh in his mind to the point where he was, like, sitting on it for two and a half months. And, uh, um, congruent. Did I use that right? I don't know. I'm in math. <laughs> um, I got math in the mind. Just did some homework. Uh, congruent <laughs> to um, the way I remembered it. And I was like, yeah. And, <laughs> usually, and you know sometimes when you know you're about to say something stupid, but you're like, yeah, who cares at this point, honestly. And like, <laughs> I didn't just stop it yet. I was like, yeah. I thought teachers lived at school. I said that kind of like jokingly, and I was like, and he was like, oh. <laughs> and I walked out of the class, and I was never the same again. So, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, it was sponsored by Childhood Trauma and Low Self Esteem. <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening a lot. You're, you're honestly like good for you if you made it to the end <laughs> i barely made it to the end and i just really hope you have a good day i hope things are going good for you in life i don't know, I don't know why i'm getting preachy here but like sometimes i need to hear this but if things are going bad you know because sometimes like things stink right it happens to everyone so you know think if things are bad things are sad just know that there are people who care about you and uh, want to see you happy, even if you don't think it. So, there are. So that was a little off topic, but hopefully that helps someone. So thank you for listening. Um, as I said, and thanks for bringing it to the end. As I said, and see you next time. Bye. <laughs>